0: A note to the listener, this episode was recorded in 2018. Hope you enjoy. Today's product I love is the Ice Barrel. I'm a huge advocate of taking ice baths and cold therapy and I love my Ice Barrel. If you aren't familiar with cold therapy, here are just some of the benefits. Reduces depression, anxiety, and stress. Improves blood circulation. Gives you better sleep by activating the parasympathetic nervous system increases energy and boosts mood for hours after exposure, builds mental resilience and discipline, boosts immune system and increases white blood cell count, reduces muscle fatigue and soreness, reduces inflammation, increases metabolism, improves heart rate variability, converts white fat, which is storage, to brown fat, which is fuel. I mean, the benefits are almost endless here, and I encourage everyone out there to try cold therapy. You will feel the difference immediately. Honestly, jumping into an ice bath like the Ice Barrel is the easiest way, but starting with a cold shower for 30 seconds today is a great way to get started. Go to IceBarrel.com and use my discount code Riker to save 10% off your order. You will not regret this. Welcome back to another episode of Glass Half Full, I'm Riker Lynch, and today we have an Olympic gymnast on the show, Nastia Lukin. She was also my castmate on Dancing with the Stars Season 20. Anyways, you probably recognize Nastia from the Beijing Olympics where she won the all-around gold medal in 2008 she is the 2005 and 2007 world champion on the balance beam and the 2005 world champion on the uneven bars this girl is seriously talented and as i mentioned earlier she was my castmate on season 20 of dancing with the stars she told me that she loves spicy margaritas so i went with a little bit of a twist on a traditional spicy margarita and i make a spicy mango rita you need two serrano slices, some cilantro leaves, fresh lime juice, mango puree, simple syrup, and Casamigos Blanco. And the last but definitely not least, and in fact a very important part of the cocktail, is the salt, sugar, and tajin rimmed glass. So just equal parts into a little bowl. You know, give your glass rim, a little bit of lime juice, and um, sink that glass in there for a delicious rim. It uh, really tops the cocktail off, in my opinion. It is a very, very delicious cocktail, and I normally don't like spicy drinks, but for whatever reason, this one is just the right amount of spicy to where it's enjoyable, but not like, whoa! So, anyways, it is a very, very good cocktail. And this episode is really fun because Nastia and I go back through how we met and all sorts of other good stories from the Olympics and whatnot. So, I hope you enjoy this episode of Glass Half Full. Here is Nastia Lukin. Okay. All right. Nastia, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. It's
1: been a minute. It has. It
0: has. We first met... um, I think it was the NBC skating spectacular.
1: Yeah, gymnastics. And gymnastics, yeah. yeah.
0: Gymnastics gymnastics yes. and skating.
1: And you guys
0: were performing? Yeah, we did uh it was like one of our first uh television performances. Yeah. And you were dancing and doing gymnastics yep. to our song Fallen for You.
1: That's right. And oh we my god, played that was the, so long ago. That was so
0: long ago, I yeah. Mean, like That six, was seven Yeah, that was years. 2000, had to be 2012. Or, two, so. or early 2013.
1: Yeah. So, like, six. My math skills yeah. are not very good. <laughs> no okay, no like, worries. over five years. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: been a minute. And yeah. then we really didn't um, uh, reconnect until Dancing with the Stars. Yeah,
1: I know. Right? Yes. And I was very excited that you were on the show. It was so much fun. It
0: was. I had a really good time. And you were partnering my cousin. That's so, right. it was just yeah. all sort of in the family. And we had yeah. we'd already met. So, yep. that, that was cool. But yeah. um, I wanted to really get to know, like, Obviously, you're a gold medal-winning gymnastics Olympian. Seems
1: like a very different lifetime ago. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to know, like, how did you... Because you're you're originally from Russia?
1: Yeah, so I was born in Moscow. Um, Both my parents were actually gymnasts. So they competed for the Soviet Union, and then I'm the only child, unlike you and your large (laughs) family. Um, But I... Yeah, I I didn't really want... Sorry, my parents didn't want me to do gymnastics. I wanted to do it because, like, I loved it so much. And they didn't want me to do it only because they... So, my dad competed at the Olympics, won four Olympic medals. My mom was a world champion in rhythmic gymnastics. And so, they both knew just how hard gymnastics was. And so, as the only child, they just wanted me to be happy. But right away, like, my happiness came from gymnastics. Uh And so, they were like, okay, fine. We'll let you do it, but... They always kind of said, like, we're not going to force or push you into it. Like, this has to be, like, your goal, your journey. And, like, we'll be, you know, along the way trying to, like, help you. Yeah. But we're not going to, like, ever make you do it. So that's kind of, like, how I got started. Because when I was born, my dad was still training and competing mm-hmm. so in Moscow. And so we would oh, wow. just go visit him at the training center there. And then we moved to the United States when I was two and a half. And they started coaching at a local gym. In New Orleans, actually. We moved from Moscow to New Orleans. Really? Moscow New Orleans? The week of Mardi Gras. Oh,
0: nice.
1: (laughs) My parents didn't speak any English, and they were just (laughs) like, what is this country? So
0: do you speak Russian?
1: I do, yeah. very cool. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I remember growing up, I didn't really... I don't know, I feel like when you're that age, it's not cool to speak another language. Yeah. Like, kids kind of make fun of you, Mm -hmm. and so I, like, really didn't want to speak Russian, but my parents forced me, and now I'm, like, so thankful that they kind of made me keep it up because my grandparents live in Russia still, and so, you know, I can't imagine not being able to talk to them, like, in Russian, obviously, because they don't speak a lot of English, and so, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, kind of how I got started, was just really spending a lot of time in the gym, and I just fell in love with it, and had, like, such a huge passion for it. That's
0: cool. I like that a lot. I like that your parents were, you know, just being like, all right, you can do whatever you want to do. We're not going to force you into
1: it. That was I hated it. <laughs> I um, went for like a few months. I want to say, and every single time I had a lesson, I cried oh, no. and like I was like so miserable because like I just kept thinking like this is time that I'm not in the gym like right. doing something that I really love. And and I get what she was doing. Obviously, you know they were trying to. Figure out um, what it is that I loved most. Piano, unfortunately, was not one of them. <laughs> um, and she was kind of like, "Okay, well, you, you know, you can tr- You have to try." And I just, I didn't like it. I went a few times, and that was the end of my music
0: career. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. No,
1: no. But
0: what about singing in the shower? Like any? Oh,
1: I mean, yeah, obviously. Okay, but yeah. you know, Every, everybody's lift. got that. Yeah. yeah
0: there you yeah. go. Very yeah. cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that that's great. I feel like I had a similar. Uh, thing with my parents mm-hmm. of just being like yeah we're going to we're going to let you do whatever you want to do and, and for me in the beginning was um, ice hockey so I, I kind of oh, can really? relate to I the, didn't know the, the, that. To my the sports hockey. And, oh yeah yeah for like uh, yeah,
1: he went to Boston College. Boston College, yeah, right. and they won two national titles there. So I mean that that was like really I didn't know him then, but like uh-huh. kind of looking back on the journey, like obviously Boston. What I've learned about mm-hmm. hockey is um, Boston College is like you know really good hockey school and yeah, like the it tradition is. Um, that they have there, and so
0: big hockey town.
1: Yeah, big mm-hmm. hockey town like with BU and BC and Hart. Like there's so many amazing schools in the area, um, and that was like always his dream. Like he grew up in Boston, so. So he just always yeah. wanted to be an eagle and play. So, yeah. So I think we understood each other, you know, as as far athletes as athletes. And, yeah, 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 definitely. I think even like free. Obviously, you started in hockey, but I think just being a performer, you know, it's it's very similar to yeah. you know being an athlete. It's it's all in the same. And even when we were on Dancing with the Stars, you know, it's like yeah, that was it's full, all like full mm-hmm. on. You know, no matter what your background is, like we kind of had a little. I feel like we had a little bit of an advantage because we knew, like, how to perform.
0: Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: that can be... And even then, like, it was definitely out of my comfort zone, like, just <laughs> dancing. And, like, uh, I don't know about you, but I think just having a little bit of that background, you kind of are like, okay, you're used to an audience. Yeah, and used like, to the
0: audience, used to the stage. Yeah, exactly, yeah de- so. Definitely. I can't imagine people that, because I had done, I was on Glee. Yeah. So I had done a, a fair amount of dancing. Yeah. So I can't, going onto that show, as hard as that was for me, I can't imagine what it would having be like for somebody that has just zero not even on performance experience, but dancing experience. Like, that is insane.
1: Yeah, and (laughs) then take, like, a live... I mean, obviously, like, the audience in the ballroom wasn't as large, but, like, it's still a live audience. And then, you know, there's, like, X amount of millions of people watching live, and you're just like, oh, my God, if I mess up right
0: now, (laughs) like, this is live, (laughs) you can't go back, and, yeah. Do you think you were more... uh, Maybe you weren't nervous for either, but were you nervous for that or uh, the Olympics more?
1: It was, like it's a different kind of nervous. Like I think obviously for the Olympics, it was something that I had trained my entire life for that one moment. And I knew that, you know, I probably wouldn't get a second chance. Um, and especially in gymnastics, you kind of peak between like 16 and 18 and then, it's so crazy how
0: young you guys are for that. Yeah.
1: And so you're lucky if you get basically a second chance or a second opportunity. And I knew that I was kind of like at the peak of my career. So this was my one shot. Mm -hmm. Whereas like dancing, but I also had done that for 18 years in my life was like leading up to that moment. So a lot of pressure, but also I was prepared Mm -hmm. for dancing. Like I had never taken a dance class in my life. Like, yes, I had done gymnastics for years, but the thought of doing like a salsa or like a rumba (laughs) or like anything like that was like so scary to me. Um, I was obviously so lucky to have Derek as my partner because like, what a pro. And, um, we did definitely have to balance a lot because he was doing the show at Radio City. Right. Yeah. You guys had a
0: crazy schedule in the beginning there because you're both in New York and the show, we do Dancing with the Stars in Los Angeles. Yes,
1: exactly. And I I was going to school at NYU Wow. and I was kind of like, I don't want to like just um, take a whole semester off, so I'm like, well, I have to be in New York, and they're like, okay, well, we have a partner that also has to be in New York, and I like didn't know it was Derek, and I was kind of like, all right, so we're just gonna fly back and forth across the country every week, and and that's what we ended up doing. Um,
0: what which, was the, were you on like nice flights at least, or how did that all work out?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, like we flew like in the laydown seats okay, every yeah, yeah, yeah. time going back. So basically, Monday after the show, we would scramble to the airport and take a red eye. So back. you're trying to
0: get all. You got to go to LAX then. Yes. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. Ooh.
1: So like, I would like strolling in like crazy hair and makeup. You know, like <laughs> yeah. sometimes we have like these elaborate. Yeah, as you guys hopefully, I don't know. Um, saw some of us right Hopefully. definitely yeah Go back and I'd, watch. I'd say I at, at least
0: the uh, the core audience of this show will definitely yeah. have seen yeah so lot. i mean it
1: was it was a lot of fun there were a lot of hours lost of sleep and <laughs> yeah. um i i literally don't know how i like passed that semester because i remember the day so we all come back for the finale And, um, the day after the finale, I had to fly back to New York or that night on a red eye and I had three finals to take that day. Oh, geez. And I was just like, I like opened my first one and I'm just like, the words
0: were just like like, everywhere. And I'm like, oh my God,
1: focus. Like nothing was like processing, but I somehow got it together. But.
0: Well, that's good. I'm glad you, you pulled it off. Yeah. And then I'm glad
1: I just like, I didn't have to, um you know, skip a whole semester because then the the whole point was too, it was before the real Olympics. And so I wanted to be graduated right before because after the Olympics, I was there for a whole month working and commentating. And then we went on a three month tour where I performed. And so it was like, I couldn't have gone back in the fall semester. Then it would have been like January and I was just like ready to be done. And so, yeah, so it worked out basically, but
0: Gotcha. Well, so being an athlete, I'm, I'm, I really want to know, like, what, especially during the Olympics, yeah. which is like the, the height of it all. Uh, what was your like, sort of nutritional yeah. or daily routine, health yes. looking like? Because I'm really into that yeah. right now.
1: Not this, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> as good as it is. Yes. Um, Only on the
0: weekends. (laughs) No, probably never, right? No, no,
1: I never drank, um, ever. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, as you were saying, like, it's just so important. And my mom kind of taught me this early on um, when I was younger. She was like, you know, you have to treat your body like an expensive car. What kind of fuel do you put into the car? If you put the cheapest fuel, that's the result you're going to get out of Mm -hmm. the car. And the same with your body. And so... I feel like that kind of like resonated with me because not to say like that I didn't have junk food every once in a while. Like I was still a normal teenage girl right. and I, you know, I just kind of had like, we. I mostly did that like if ever on weekends because like my schedule during the week was training seven hours a day, six wow. days a week. So I would wake up and then I would train from eight to 12. Then I went to school 1230 to three. Then I trained again, 330 to 630. Went home did homework, dinner, whatever. Wow. Um, So there was really no time for like to, you know, be extra exhausted because you're already exhausted (laughs) from that training. So Mm -hmm. it was like, for me, nutrition was truly about, you know, energy and kind of like getting the most energy out of my body as possible. And that's really like what you put into your body. And so... Um, Yeah, I mean, I had a very, like, I feel like well-balanced diet of, you know, carbs, protein, um, fruits, vegetables. Um, But again, like that being said, like, I love ice cream. And so, like, Saturday night was like if I was going to have, like, splurge, that was kind of my night to, you know, go out with friends and you know, go to a movie or, or whatever. And then I had Sunday to kind of like <laughs> recover. From right. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> but good no, that but you seriously, sort of have, like, yeah, you can feel it though. You know, like, oh, I, even now, like I don't train seven hours a day anymore, but like when I eat like crappy food, like the next day I feel it. Yeah. Like I just don't have as much energy and yeah.
0: That's the biggest thing I've noticed is like, I'm, when I go so into like the health side of things, mm-hmm. you really start to understand what stuff is really doing bad because you know if you have a you have a couple cookies or some ice cream like you said you just and you've been really you really been, healthy yeah, like, you really feel what it ha- what it happens to your body whereas like if you're eating if you're like that yeah. all the time you just feel like that's normal to be tired yeah, all day you're like, but okay, it's not because you don't
1: know what it feels like to feel so yes, amazing yeah
0: yeah yeah we were just talking even like you know i just got back from vegas and yeah. it, that's the perfect example it's <laughs> yeah, just like exactly. oh my god you know gotta get but, like, you know, you do have to live a little
1: bit. Yes, it's,
0: it definitely. Live live your best life and yeah. uh, everything in moderation. Yeah, absolutely. But um, that's cool. So, wow. Se- how long? How many Seven hours? hours? Seven hours a day, Seven hours a, days day. Days a week.
1: Yeah, Sunday was our day off.
0: So. so you had a full day of recovery. Were you doing, like, ice baths and all that stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, I did everything. I mean, I also feel like... Now there's not a or sorry now there's so many more things that you can do for mm-hmm. recovery like oh my gosh I wish we had the things that you know yeah, you, people are doing like, now cryotherapy Prio, yeah um you know infrared saunas and I have oh, yeah. normatex I don't know if you've ever used those no, what's but that? they're like these really cool, I'm not going to do a great job of explaining them but like they're like these like pants kind oh, of thing and they, and they like compression yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Which are, like, amazing. My fiance just ran the Boston Marathon, and, like, that was, like, so crucial to his recovery every day, training for it. But, um, yeah, so, like, the things that they have now, I'm just like, wow, that would have been great to have while I was training. But that being said, you know, I I did everything that I possibly could. So I did, like, acupuncture, massage therapy, Mm. physical therapy, ice bath. um, I'm trying to think what else I did. much everything but yeah everything that like was that was available because i also feel like it's just as important um to take care of your body like outside of you know your physical training like the recovery The The recovery we were just talking about before you know how important sleep is like Mm -hmm. i have always known that, but, like, now the older you get, like, the more (laughs) you you realize it, it. yeah. Yeah. When you're younger, you just, like, bounce right up, and earlier this week, I had to work till, like, three o'clock in the morning, and then I was, the next day, I was, like, a zombie the entire day, and I'm just, like, it has taken me days to recover from that, whereas I feel like when you're younger, you just, like, bounce.
0: Totally, yeah, Yeah. sleep deprivation is a real thing. It's real. It's, it's, (laughs) it's crazy, and like you said, as, as you get older, you try to, like, You just got to really take advantage Mm -hmm. of of that. But what they say is what I'm I'm learning now, actually, is that it's not about the amount of hours. It's about the quality. Yes. So if you can really set up your environment, you know, you have blackout curtains, there's no lights, there's no Wi-Fi or anything in your room. Apparently, you sleep, like, much, much better. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I know. That's probably one of my hardest things, too, is, like, turning off your phone and, like, technology. Mm -hmm. Like, not... I'm very guilty of being in bed like scrolling through Instagram <laughs> yeah. and then like right when I feel like my eyes shutting I'm like okay. Yeah, then you put it <laughs> yeah, down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it like it's so important to try to turn off at least like 20 30 minutes an hour before you actually go to sleep yeah. to try to shut your mind off, but but I get it. It's like we live in this world where it is, it's like it it's is, so yeah. constant and it's so hard, but it is kind of like one of my goals to like try to Stay away from social media yeah. a little bit because, like, I love it. I love being able to connect with you know fans and and friends and people. But at the same time, it's so consuming that sometimes is, yeah. you're just like, you pick up your phone and the first thing you like open is Instagram. You're like, wait, <laughs> why am I even? doing It's a habit. It you know? is. It, it becomes, becomes a, habit, a habit. Yeah. What
0: what I've what I've uh, known to do is um, I'll move the location of the app. Oh, like, every couple weeks. Oh, and then you can't, you're get. you like, oh, wait, where is it? You know, it takes an extra second. Wait, but, I got, and then you go, okay, wait, I don't, I don't need I to don't get on right now. I don't actually
1: need it, yeah. Yeah. Well, because I always, like, I feel like the people that I'm, like, most interested in knowing what they're doing, like, if something that exciting happens, they're going to tell me. They're
0: going to call you, yeah, Like, yeah, if yeah. they're
1: engaged, if they have a baby, if they get married. Like, I'm hoping that I don't have to find out on Instagram, <laughs> On Instagram, you know? yeah. But, uh, if you
0: did, you'd kind of be like, what, yeah, what? what the hell, like, you I didn't tell we me. we are actually friends,
1: <laughs> not just like Insta friends. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so it, it's definitely kind of like, I feel like that's part of like the health and wellness like aspect of my life too, is like trying to like, you know, step away at certain yeah. times or just like even at dinner, like put your phone away, yeah. like, you know, like that is, it's hard, but it's like, if you can get into like a little habit of doing that, whether you're, you know, with A a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a fiance, whatever. Or even just, like, your parents. Like, I don't live near my parents. They live in Texas. And so it's, like, anytime I'm there, like, having dinner with them, like, I really try to make it an effort because I don't feel like we spend enough quality time together. And then, like, even when I'm with them a lot, I'm on my phone. And I'm, like...
0: Well, the, you know, at least you kind of realize that and yeah. you know That's that you're working towards. That's the first step, toward, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And real quick, back to the the, the Instagram before you go to sleep yeah. thing. So, to kind of meet in the middle there, you could get, like, blue blocking, blue light blocking glasses.
1: What are
0: those? So um, they're basically, like, big red... Not big, but they're, like, red goggles. Mm. Uh, they look like goggles, but mm-hmm. they're just glasses. They look like, you know, racer sunglasses, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but they block every spectrum of blue light possible and a little bit of green so everything's just really really red which doesn't affect your uh Mm -hmm. your night vision or anything like that so basically like uh when you know we're in like the caveman era you know the sun would come up and you would you would wake up and then when the sun went down you'd go to sleep so there was Mm. no artificial blue light which is like especially with like the screens Mm -hmm. and the phones so if you get those glasses on then you're not experiencing any of that blue light and you can kind of still be on your phone if you need to be before you go to sleep. Yeah i give you. Do so you I'll, have them? I do. Yeah. Okay.
1: And do you feel like a difference?
0: I yeah. I love them. They they're really, really relaxing. Huh. Um, the uh, the ones I have are uh, called True Dark by uh, I think it's biohacked.com mm-hmm. sells them. Um, I have to but try that. Ch- check those out. There's. Uh, they're pretty pretty awesome. Like you put them on for an hour before you go to sleep and you're just like, oh, I'm so relaxed.
1: See, and then I feel like then when you actually fall asleep, like you get into like your better yeah, sleep Yeah, you're going to hit your deep yeah. sleep quicker. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's a whole bunch of things you can do, but I'll, I'll send you a link to those if, cool. you, if you want. But, yeah, um, for
1: sure. So when did you get in or like have you always been into like healthy eating and like these types of things? Or was this like something um, kind of like new or that?
0: This is fairly new. Um, it's been uh, right. Before Dancing with the Stars, okay. actually, I discovered Bulletproof Coffee. Oh,
1: my God. I love Bulletproof.
0: Oh, I, oh my God. We've talked about this. <laughs> yes. I cannot believe I didn't make you Bulletproof Coffee. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, man. I totally forgot about that.
1: Fail. Shoot. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No. I mean, th- this is good, this, too. This is but, really tasty. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, I forgot oh about my God, that. Oh, I
1: know. So good.
0: Yeah. So, right before Dancing with the Stars, a buddy of mine was like, you got to try this coffee, man. It's like, it's going to give yeah. me this crazy energy. So, I literally, I think that's you know part of the reason why i made it to that show cuz i was Two, three weeks in, my legs were dying. Like, yeah. I, I had, like, kind of hockey stamina, but dancing stamina is just totally different. It's a different
1: thing. And then, like, yeah. you throw in the quick step or, like, you know, the, oh, yeah, the yeah. fast Quick step ones. and tango, and, yeah. I
0: don't even want to talk about those. Those were so hard. And the joy. I was so angry. <laughs> yeah. Just Those two yeah. weeks, I was just like, oh, I, I, I'm yeah. so, this hurts yeah. so yeah. You're bad. You're like,
1: why am I doing this? <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. No, just kidding. But, um, it was fun. Yeah, so
0: I discovered Bulletproof and then Bulletproof Coffee and then through their company, all mm-hmm. the extra uh, supplements yeah. and biohacking and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So it's been like, I guess it was three, three years, years now. Yeah. yeah, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love it. And I, I, I just love the way I feel yeah. when I started really paying attention to what I eat and just eating really clean and just all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the... Like... Way, the way I feel when I wake up in the morning after like a really good night of yeah. sleep and really good eating I'm just like this is amazing like, I, I can conquer, conquer the, world the world right, world. right now yeah. and
1: then like yeah as you say, like you have one day of like eating not great mm-hmm. or drinking or like whatever and you're just like whoa like this is yeah. what it feels like
0: and the easiest thing is when I'm sort of like in the, in like the sort of downwardness yeah. of like oh I really want some, um, some cookies yeah. like I'm a huge chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. fan like I'm, it's really hard for me to turn one down so what I've started doing is doing like two thirds of my meals, like breakfast and lunch, mm-hmm. like really, really yeah. strict, yeah. and then I kind of am easy on dinner. Like yeah. if I want a glass of wine yeah. or you know something if you go like out that.
1: You and like sometimes you can't yeah. obviously control like what, or you don't know what they're putting.
0: Exactly, in, or you know, or, or if you're or. going out with friends or like a yeah. date night, yeah. I try to think like this is a this is a date That's, night. This yeah, is going to exactly. be fun. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So. Or, like, some truffle fries. Oh,
1: my God. See, that's where yeah. I, like, fries and chips.
0: <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, my God. Chips? Yes. Like,
1: this is, like, for, like, all my closest friends. Like, anytime they bring out chips, my eyes just, like, a <laughs> big. And, and they all just, like, look at me and they're like.
0: <laughs> do you have a favorite spot in L.A. for, like, oh, french fries? Oh, I'm like,
1: no, but do you have recommendations? Because, so, I now split my time between Boston and L.A. We got a place out um, in uh-huh. L.A. And so... I don't have like a favorite spot, but I'm happy to take recommendations.
0: So, in my humble opinion, the best truffle fries in Los Angeles would be on the 30. So, I'm, it's I've a little spot there. on Ventura okay. in Sherman Oaks. Okay. And so good. Yeah. Okay. All of their stuff is really great. It's probably my favorite restaurant next to Umami Burger. Yeah. But their French their truffle fries, truffle fries. Um, there's a couple appetizers that are really good. Okay. There's, uh, they're called the maize balls. It's like fried potato balls and, uh... <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so you're going to feel really good after this meal. Basically. Yeah,
0: this but is like, this is like when you're like... This you're is gonna, your cheat yeah, meal. Yeah, 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 the big cheat meal for sure. Um, they have, uh, these like shrimp and pineapple, mm-hmm. not pineapple, shrimp and mango, speaking of oh, mango. speaking of it. Um... All their appetizers are just really great. They have um, they have a sea bass that is out mm. of this world, so good. That's okay.
1: So like sea bass and travel fries because I feel like it balances out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you kind of balance it out. Good, yeah, there's like, there's like there's
0: a vegetable that comes with the sea bass. I think get
1: your greens in. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it's asparagus probably. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of like middle of the road. But like if like that's what I try to do. Like if it's dinner, then I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna have some fries yeah. and I'll have and maybe a sea like bass a and vegetables. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, so Boston and L.A., how how, uh, how much do you go back and
1: forth? Um, it Like, it every month is different. Like, it just depends on what I have going on. Um, my fiance's from Boston, so, like, our main home is in Boston. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were both just coming out here so much for work that, you know, right. getting, as you know, like, staying in hotels gets very old. And so we were <laughs> totally. just, like... This is annoying. And then one of my best friends um, and teammate, Sean Johnson, mm-hmm. so she did Dancing with the Stars too. Yeah. Um, won the show, um, and they were kind of doing the same thing. So they live, her and her husband live in Nashville, but then mm. they were coming out here a lot. And so we were both at the exact same time looking for one bedrooms. And then we right. were all, all four of us were like, wait a second, this could actually be really fun. And so we oh. ended up getting a place together. Uh, we don't overlap as much as like we thought we would. Oh, really? Which is like great because then we all have our own space but at the same time when we're all together it's so fun because like
0: that's really cool yeah and like
1: sean and i have never had roommates besides Mm -hmm. you know her husband and then like my fiance um and so we were like a little nervous like going into it because we were like hold on like we need like some rules we need to like (laughs) because like both of our fiance and husband they were just like they were concerned because they were like, you guys have never had a roommate and you're going to like try to room with like your best friend. And we're like, well, it's not like full time. Like, yeah. it's, you know, we're not living here completely. Um, but it's been so fun like having like a girlfriend too. Like, yeah. we, like, we always like go work out together or like if you need to get your nails done or you yeah. know, like do girl mm-hmm. stuff and then like the four of us like, love to play you know have like game nine cards and or like go out on a double date or something so it's been super fun um so it's only been a few months but yeah it's been fun that's
0: cool yeah i i loved living we had a band house um for that's cool for a couple years like it was just me and the band and and those memories are are so fun like even though we all were uh you know it was kind of tight quarters at times but and then we would go on tour and we'd still all be together but it was it was really fun to just sort of have a house where we were all there. And, yeah. and now we all live separately, and yeah. we all sort of like... Sometimes uh, miss it. Yeah, you yeah. miss it a little bit, but we're all enjoying our own space now. And yeah, then for sure. It, it kind of makes it more fun when you do end up meeting up together, you yeah. know, for family dinner or it whatever. It makes it more
1: special because yeah. it's, like it's not every day. yeah,
0: Exactly. You're not waking up and seeing each <laughs> yeah. other every and day. and being like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, can, I want to jump back really quick yeah. to, uh, to the Olympics because I don't think a lot of people know, like, what goes on before the Olympics actually start. Cause there's a couple of like, uh, trials and you got to do, you got to mm-hmm. make a couple things yeah. happen first, right?
1: Yeah. So basically at our Olympic trials in 2008, um, our Olympic team wasn't actually named. So only the top two in the all around were named. So it was Sean and I, Sean won and I got second at our trials and then the rest of the team was named a few weeks later at another training camp that we had. So, oh wow, yeah. And then basically, even going into that training camp, they kind of told us that Sean and I's spot on the team wasn't like secure. We still have to like go to this camp and prove our readiness. Wow.
0: So, so, so people choosing the team is that like the coaches? Yeah. Is that so how that works? we
1: had a head coach, Marta Caroli, uh-huh. um, and then two other people. So we had um, a second person, and then an athlete rep. Um, so the committee, the selection, there was a selection committee, so there was three people, and so they basically chose the team based on, well, there was, like, a lot of different things, so it wasn't just your performance at the Olympic trials, and mm-hmm. so, which could be good or bad, you know, if you have a great performance, you could get fourth place in the all-around competition and still not make the team for right. a six-man team. Or, you know, you've been doing so well all year, two years. Because they look back. They don't just, like, take that competition. Mm. They look back at last year, like, your world championships, how you perform under pressure, consistency, uh, a team competition, how you are as a team. Like, there's, like, so many things that go into. That's why it's so different than, you know, swimming. Nothing against any of these sports at all because they're all equally as hard. But swimming, track and field, like, you're literally at trials going up against the clock. And right, whoever yeah. wins or gets, you know, top two or whatever, they make the team. Yeah, like, yeah. there isn't someone else saying, well, the fourth place person was better, so we're going to put... Right. So, it's definitely... Wow, that's
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a little subjective, obviously, right. as, you know, the whole sport is, because you could have a judge that just... Like, and like, similar to dancing with the stars, you know, where you're just like, wait a second, that was like a really good routine, and you get like a seven, and you're like, what (laughs) 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 happened to us? Um, and so I think that at times that was kind of hard because you're just um, not sure what to expect, you know, you can do your best, but you're not guaranteed anything. Whereas, like, Obviously, like, if you win Olympic trials, like, I don't think there's ever been in history that, like, the person that won didn't, they didn't know.
0: didn't make it, right.
1: Yeah, but, you know, when you're, like, fifth, fourth, or fifth, it's kind of like, all right, well, like, let me cross my fingers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we have, like, that year, we have, like, the national championships, and from nationals, certain amount of people make it on to the Olympic trials, and then from trials, we go to camp, and then that's kind of, like, the final um, selection. Wow. But But the process really starts, like, as soon as you start competing on the national team. Right. Because they go so how, back... How, how do
0: you get on to the national team in the first so,
1: place? So, okay. So in gymnastics, there's... You start at like... Well, when I competed, it started at level four. Now it starts at level one. And you go all the way up to ten. And then after ten, it's elite. And when you're elite, you can compete at nationals. And then make the national team. And then like represent gotcha. your country internationally. So... But to make elite, there's like an elite qualifier. You have to compete and get a certain score. And then from there, you make it to this competition called the Classic. And from Classics, you make it to Nationals. Um, And so from Nationals, (laughs) you make the National team. And every year, there's a different amount um, of athletes that make the national team based on, you know, like, what competitions coming up. Olympic year, it's always, like, a larger team that's selected, and then it just kind of gets smaller and smaller. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's wow. why, like, when people watch, you know, they think, like, if you have one mistake at Olympic trials, like, you are not going to make the team. But it's, like, that's what's good about I guess, in a way, that's what's good about it, is because they're not just looking at that one competition. One com- they're kind of yeah. going back in time. So... Um, but yeah, I mean it's like obviously you want to do your best every single time and not have mistakes, so you don't yeah. have to like be nervous about that. But um it's definitely a process unlike, you know, a sport where you're just kinda going against the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you win, you're you, you go, you know? It's like you Yeah, don't it's have a to little more
0: simple. Yeah. yeah. Well that's crazy. I had no yeah. idea there was like that many things. There's you a have lot of stats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah wow. so
1: it's it's like a str- Olympic year, there's nothing like it. Like it's just it's literally as soon as like the clocks like hit like for me it was obviously two thousand eight, like January first, I was just like, Whew, okay Yeah, so when do you
0: know that when do you get when when do you get the call that you're on the team?
1: So we literally went we to our last training camp. So it was a few weeks after Olympic trials and it was in Houston and from Houston the team left for Beijing. So about ten or twelve of us packed to houston as if we were going to the olympics
0: oh wow
1: and only six went so you don't like you know like five days before you leave for the olympics
0: what so <laughs> wait so you're you just go to houston and then they pick the final how many you say five
1: so our year was six then six. it was five now it's four it, it just the rules are a little messed up gotcha <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> yeah
0: so you packed, you go to Houston, and you're like, okay, I, I don't know if I'm Shawn going.
1: Sean and I, obviously, because we got first and second at trials, and, like, we were automatically named to the team, we were, like, more confident right, that we were going right, to go. Right, right. Um, we still had to show up and, like, compete and prove our readiness that, you know, in the last two weeks we didn't just, like, relax and, like, go celebrate, and, you know, yeah. we had to, like, train, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really hard, too, because it's like you sit in a room and the selection committee basically tell, like, we're all together, like, all 12 of us, or however many there were, with our coaches, Um, you know, our family wasn't there, and they basically just, like, go down the list of six people, and it's, like, people's dreams are coming true, and then people's dreams are getting shattered, and so it's, like, it's, you, like, feel so happy, but then, like, one of your teammates and really good friends is, like, her dreams didn't come true, so it's, like, it's, emotionally really hard to kind of like you want to celebrate but then you also know like okay, that's just the first step that I made this team. Now I actually have to, like, (laughs) perform, Yeah, now you you gotta go do it. Yeah, exactly. So
0: So what's, like, so you get to Beijing, what's, Mm -hmm. like, the first day of competition look like? Like, from when you wake up?
1: Yeah, so we actually were there about two weeks before the competition started. So to get adjusted to the time, to um, train, like, the equipment is different, um, which is also crazy. Like, yeah, like, in China, the, like, the... The floor isn't as springy, the bars are more bouncy um the material the beam is different like everything is different wow again like not to take away from any other sport by any means but the water but, like, the is water, the same it's <laughs> I, just water. I, from what i know i don't yeah. know i'm not i guess maybe the
0: sport. temperature could be the temperature
1: different. yeah the level of corey i don't know yeah. i'm not sure but that's um,
0: funny <laughs> yeah
1: so it's like you really just want to try to get adjusted and familiar with like everything and like your surroundings that mm-hmm. being said where we never are able to train in the actual competition hall or the arena until we have one chance, and it's called podium training, and you get basically, like, two times up on each um, of the pieces of equipment. So you only get to try, like, that balance beam, like, one or two times before you compete. Wow. So a lot of it, because I always say, like, especially when you're at the Olympics, like, you're physically prepared, like, mm-hmm. I had trained 18 years of my life for that moment, yeah. but then it becomes a mental game, you know? Oh, it's, yeah, totally. it's really all about who can survive and be the strongest mentally, you know? Because we're all ready. We have all trained. Like, yeah. our bodies are ready. We're physically ready. We're in the best shape of our lives. But, you know, it's like, who can live up to the pressure, the nerves, the expectations of being at the Olympics? Wow. So, Yeah.
0: That's pretty intense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was. I mean, especially I think the team competition was the most nerve-wracking for me because... Well, I think for all of us because when you're competing in the all-around finals or the event finals, you're... Yes, you're representing the United States, but you're competing for yourself. Really, right, like you're it's the just only you one out that gets. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but when you're, it's like the team competition. Like if you mess up or have a mistake or something, like that's for everyone, and you just feel like
0: yeah.
1: it's your fault. <laughs> and I that happened to me once at Worlds. Um, oh, really? Yeah, we and it was it was crazy. It was the year before actually. It was um, 2007 Worlds in Germany, and we were in the lead halfway through. And on beam, it was like the craziest thing. Like I had a great beam routine, and what happens is in the team finals, three girls go up on each event, and all three scores have to count. Meaning, like you have no room for error. Like if you have a fall or mistake, you still have to count the score. Right. So you can't like drop a score. Oh, Whereas yeah, like in qualifying, yeah. you have five girls up and only four scores count, so you can uh, like kind of like so get rid of one yeah, if like yeah. one of us has a mistake. So. Oh, wow. Had a great beam routine, and, like, when I went for my dismount off the beam, my foot slipped, and I was supposed to do, like, a back layout with, um, I think at the, Was I doing a triple? Yeah. Three or two and a half twists or three twists. I forget what I did that year. Whoa. And I didn't do any twists, and I just did, like, a back flip. Uh. So, I lost points for, like, the form. I lost bonus points because I didn't complete the skill. Right. I lost the requirement because you have to end with a certain level of difficulty, and so I was just, like... Oh my gosh. Oh, like yeah. I've literally just like lost it for not just my team but my country. And I was like freaking out and so upset. And then Sean goes up and she's kind of like the anchor and she falls on her first skill.
0: And oh, we're just shoot. like,
1: oh my, cause like both of us were like so consistent. Like Beam was like our yeah. one of our really strong events and I remember, like, we, she just kind of, like, looked at us and we were all standing there and we, like, just, like, didn't even know, like, we were just like, okay, come on, like, you can do it. Like, get back up, finish. Um, she finished and then we were like, all right, like, our team captain that year was a, our, one of our teammates, Alicia, and she kind of pulled us together and she's like, okay, you guys, like, you know we can't do anything about that now. Like that's in the past. Yes, like we want to go back and like redo that whole thing, but we can't. So yeah. we have one more event. Let's like let's just finish strong. Let's like do this for each other. Like it's okay. It's not your fault. Like um, and we ended up winning still. So it was oh, nice. like yeah. Well, that's so good. I felt bad, but then yeah. in the end, Beau Sean and I were like, oh, thank God. Oh, like, yeah. Because I I don't know talk like, about the a weight I'm,
0: lifted off your yes. shoulders.
1: Literally, the last girl went, and we were like. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot of pressure because you just want, you want to obviously do your best, but you want to make everyone proud and your teammates yeah. and um, your country. And so it's like that was probably the most pressure that I've ever felt. Like throughout the rest of my career, I feel like the pressure that I felt most was the pressure I put on myself. Because, like, I just, I knew, like, how hard I worked and how hard I trained. And I just wanted to do my very best. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the Olympics was, you're not just doing it for yourself anymore. Yeah. You know, this is, like, an entire nation that is counting on and you. so and many people are watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, glad I didn't know the exact amount. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Um, so, anyway, so, like, I think going back to, like, dancing, like, you know, yes, I was nervous for that, but, and I think, like, the first half of the season, I did kind of treat it like a competition. Like, and yes, it is a competition, but I treated it too much like, like, the Olympics. And Derek was finally like, okay, like, this is supposed to be fun. Like, you need to, like, relax. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, like, was so serious about, like, the judges' scores and, like, what they were saying because for me, my dad, who was my coach, like, Anytime he gave me, like, a critique or a correction, it was just, like, okay, yeah, okay, got it, like, and he, yeah, like, try like, try really, to really take it in, yeah. yeah, and then, like, this time, like, when it was, like, the judges on dancing were saying that, like, I would do the same thing, and, like, Derek would just be, like, yeah, okay, it's fine, just forget about it, I'm, like, what do you mean I forget about it, yeah, like, yeah. I, no, I, I have I, to yeah. fix it, yeah. yeah, yeah, so it was, it was a learning lesson in the sense of, okay, let's try not to be so perfect, and, like, mm-hmm. let's try not to, like, compete, like, let's actually, like, have fun, show your personality, um, and I feel like, like, I finally caught on to that, like, week nine when we got eliminated. <laughs> and I was like, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I
0: think I was on the opposite end of the spectrum of that. Just like, having, I was just like, like an I absolute yeah, Having yeah. just way too much fun in the beginning and not probably not taking it as seriously yeah. as I could have. Um, hello, but,
1: you were, like, amazing.
0: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you, t- you guys too, though. I remember that, that first week I was, uh, I was standing next to Mark and both of us were like, Oh, this, they're really good. (laughs) It was fun. I
1: like, I wish I could do it again knowing what I know now with the show and um, just having fun. And I also feel like, like us as a cast, like, well, obviously, like, we were in New York, so like, we were really never in LA, but Mm -hmm. I feel like towards the end, like, Everyone became like this giant family, and yeah. I was like, "Wait, no! Like, I don't know. I don't want it to be over now." But um, it
0: is funny how, yeah, like yes. you said, like kind of like week nine, week like nine, the last two yes, weeks is like week. everyone kind of just becomes like a yes. thing, and then it's like, and eh, it's over, and bye, <laughs> never see, you never again. see you guys again. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but no, it was it was definitely fun, and I think again, like just a learning lesson for me as to just like be yourself, you know, like mm-hmm. don't like yes, the Olympics for like one thing and one part of your life, but like that doesn't mean you have to like. Do everything like that, right? In life. So, yeah.
0: Well, that's cool, and you—I mean—you did so good. You, how many medals did you—you you win? Five. Five? Yeah. I mean, my that's... dad got
1: four. Not that we're competitive. Right? <laughs> there you go.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember,
1: like, after I got my fourth medal, I had one more competition left, and it was beam finals. And I remember we were like in the car in the back of this van, like going back to I think the Olympic Village, and I remember I'm like. Well, I have four medals now, and he's like, mm-hmm, "I know," and I'm like, "And I have one more competition." He's like, mm, "I know." He's like, "Easier awesome. said than done." I'm like, "Okay, Easier like game than, yeah, on." Bring it on, so, dad.
0: Yeah. That's great. So, yeah. do you ever think about being an, uh, a coach?
1: I have zero patience. <laughs> okay. So no, I love like coaching. So I do a lot in the summer, like camps and clinics, and um, with little kids, like all across the country, but. I don't know if I have it in me to do it like yeah. the full time. He is amazing and has um Is he still doing it? Takes. it? Yeah, he okay. still coaches, but they have two gyms in the Dallas area that they own and, and coach at and it, it's just like it definitely takes a certain level of like oh, patience yeah. and um I, I mean like I think like the hours that I spent in the gym training, like the coaches are in there even longer. Right. You know, and then like with all of the athletes and I'm I just yeah, I don't think I don't think it's in me to do that full yeah, time. Yeah. There's but,
0: definitely a certain mentality I yeah. think to to be able to coach it is one thing and mm-hmm. then to be able to kind of do it and and you know, almost coach yourself and and Absolutely. have that discipline is yeah. Yeah, is a different thing. Cuz you got to yeah. be really like you said patience is probably a huge mm-hmm. thing I would imagine.
1: Yeah, obviously like patience and like dedication to, mm-hmm. you know, being in the gym every single day when you're tired when you want to be with your family like that's what I you yeah. know saw too I was so lucky that my dad was my coach so I right. was with him a lot but you know we that even now like because of their gyms like we don't really have a lot of family vacations because it's hard for them to leave mm-hmm. the gym and he called me actually on my way over and he was like so, cause I'm going back to Texas next week and, and he was like, okay, can we like get away for a weekend? Like, and I was just like, okay, like yeah. that like never happened. So I'm like, let's like, if we oh, all have awesome. a few days, we're yeah. just like, okay, let's like go somewhere. So
0: um, Do you guys too. go back to Russia and see your grandparents every once
1: in a while? I haven't been in about five years, which oh, really? is the longest that I haven't been. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to go back either this year or next year. My grandparents come back. Um, they go to Texas and visit them, so oh, that's cool. at least great. Um, but, yeah, I haven't been back in a while. Um, my parents actually just went for New Year's this last year, mm-hmm. um, so just I guess however many months ago that was. Um and, yeah, so they go back pretty much every year, but it's tough. It's tough to get away from, like, you know, your schedule. Like, things come up, yeah. and it's it's hard to, um, you know, be that far away. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely part of who I am. Um, you know, I'm proud, I guess, of um, my background and, you know, my family. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be here today if it weren't, you know, for what my parents did Um both in their gymnastics career, but kind of like moving over to the United States, um, you know, they wanted to give me the best life possible, and they also wanted to pursue their dream of opening up a gymnastics school. Whereas, you know, in Russia at the time, or probably even now, that wasn't um, a possibility to do that as an individual. And so, um, but that being said, like I'll forever be proud. Um, you know, I have dual citizenship and my grandparents live there and I speak the language and you know, it'll forever be part of who I am. So
0: that's great. And I love that you recognize that your parents did that. You know, I think that's, it's very important for, especially when you are as fortunate, like, you know, someone Mm -hmm. like us that has very, very strong parents and very supportive parents and just supporting whatever we want, we love and what yep. we want to do, you know. Yeah, I mean that's a they would. Thing. Yeah,
1: and we're as you said very lucky because so you know lucky. that's not always the case, and yeah. just for them to kind of like give us the opportunity and the chance to live our dreams and and like support whatever crazy new yeah. dream and idea <laughs> that we always have is is really, really cool. I mean, I, like, again, being the only child, as soon as I finished gymnastics, I was like, I'm moving to New York. And they are like, what? <laughs> um, and I'm like, yep, like, I'll be back. But, like, and I went to school at NYU. And and I, I know, like, that was super hard for them because, like, we're all, we're so close. But at the same time, they knew, like, that I just, I wanted to do that. And I wanted to kind of, like, explore life in the world. And they were like, okay, like, we're going to support you. We'll come yeah. visit, you know. But, um I feel like the older you get, too, like, the more you can, like, understand, Mm -hmm. you know, your parents and, like, where they came (laughs) from and are coming from sometimes. And, um, yeah, like, we're, you know, I'm not... I don't have kids now, but I feel like even more so when you have kids, you like really understand like yeah. kind of what your parents went through, and you know how much they you know love us and, and what they would do for us. So
0: yeah, it's a we're both both very yeah. very fortunate and uh, yeah mm-hmm. great parents. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well. Thank you very, very much oh for, gosh, for being so on the fun. show. Yeah, I, I lo- love up. talking to you. you Great catching up. So yes. it was was uh, It was really awesome to hear all of those stories. Mm, and just after everything you've accomplished, it's really, really thank cool you. to hear the behind the I, scenes. I did
1: like the drink. I thank you. I'm was talking you too much. <laughs> no worries. <but laughs> no no was, worries at all. It was all. very yeah. good. Thank awesome. you.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Nastia. Thank Thanks for being here. Thanks.